Okay, so how are you feeling right now? I just want to like take it all out in the street and burn it. This is something new I've learned about you. You don't like to move. You weren't like this when we moved from our apartment to our house. Oh, I mean, we didn't have that much stuff. We don't, we're not bringing anything with us. What, what no, are you talking about? we still have to about? get rid of it all. It's like, People um, have been coming to pick it up. No, they haven't. I had to help somebody move twice today. They didn't come pick it up. I had to bring my own furniture to them. That's what happens when you move. I don't want to move. What I want to do is say goodbye to everyone and then just leave. It doesn't work like that. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to sell everything and travel the country at the tender age of 50? Well, with our last kid off to college and the ability to now work remotely, we've decided to do just that. So we're selling the house, loading up the dog, and hitting every city from California to Florida. We're scouring the country for a new place to call home. And dragging you into every restaurant, Airbnb, and tourist trap we encounter along the way. This is the Skip Town All-Stars Podcast. All right, All-Stars, we're back. Thanks for joining us for another episode Things have changed dramatically since our last episode, but before we get into that, I want to introduce our very special guest, our youngest daughter, Ellie. Hello, I'm Ellie. Thank you for having me, mom and dad. I really appreciate this opportunity. (laughs) So Ellie, tell us about yourself. Um, Well, I am a volleyball player. Um, D1. Thanks, mom. Um, I'm on my way to college right now. Um, in my free time, I enjoy spending time with my friends and eating good food. And you grew up in LA, and, and you're I going... grew up in Los Angeles. Do I say where I'm going to school? Yeah, you okay. should say where you're going. I'm to school. going to Seattle University in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> super excited! Oh, I'm studying political science, and I'm minoring in economics. So okay, yeah, very good. Really excited. <laughs> very good. You were our that. only child to grow up in that house their entire lives. Yes. How are you feeling right now? Um, still a little upset. Um, the first day driving up and leaving the house was really, really hard. Um, I think I think I'm mostly just going to miss um having a place like that house where I can invite all my friends and we would like have Christmases with all our family friends and New Year's Eve parties and stuff Um, and also just like leaving for college and not really having a place to come back to like I understand you know we have friends and families like who are very generous and say like oh you're always welcome to stay with us which I do appreciate but it's it's not the same as you know coming home to my childhood house. So that's the only thing I feel like my whole life um, was uprooted on a regular Monday. So <laughs> yeah. should we should we have waited? I think you should have. <laughs> How long? Just because until- is there ever really a good time to move, Ellie? Let's be honest. I really thought that you guys were going to wait until um, the first of the year. That's how I thought it was going to go. Like you guys were going to be there for a couple months. And we did talk about that. And it did shift for us as well when the market started shifting. So our original plan was the fall. I just thought the first of the year would be a lot better because it would give me some time to like settle into college. And if I wanted to come home, I could come home and then when I'm there for Christmas, then I can get the rest of my stuff out. Whereas 
like my last summer before I go to college was just really painful and full of okay so no parent stuff. of the award here here is what no you're like saying. absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> but how long honestly how long have we been talking about moving a while but like what's a while I just what's a while I don't even I don't even years like, Ellie years okay. okay so say it but it's just it's you just a like little you annoying like, you guys literally like waited for me to like graduate. literally waited for yeah, me to waited, get out of the house we waited for you to graduate yeah yeah did it's that. a little it's a little annoying so it's a little annoying yes why were you planning on like uh, a little more time in the party house in the back yeah you... or just like not having to spend my last summer like packing up my whole house i wanted us to maybe go on a vacation um <laughs> maybe mexico you know we're on a vacation right now what are you talking about <laughs> look at this beautiful place dad brought us to oh, look we at have this. to get into that in a moment but... okay why well, apologize uh, <laughs> you know i think that i've been trying to you know continuously put myself in your shoes these past few months. Uh, you've had a lot of major life changes. You graduated high school. You sealed the deal on going to college and playing. You have said goodbye to all your friends. You were the first one to leave out of all your friends, right? Yes, that's true. How was that? Really hard. <laughs> Again. <laughs> now, why were you the first person to leave? Explain to the listeners why you, out of your group of friends, had to go to school so early. Okay, so volleyball is a fall sport, so that means that my season starts, my first game is, like, end of August, so I actually, compared to a lot of my friends who are playing volleyball in college, I left later than everyone, so I left at the the first of August, but I have friends who left, like, the last week of June to prepare, because since it's a fall season, you only have so long before the season actually starts so they want you to come as early as you can during the summer so you were the first to leave out of your group of friends yes i was and that was hard (laughs) and that was hard um yeah i think it's just we spent so much time together i really like developed this friend group where we had like a really good like like thing going on we'd spend like almost every single day together and we just got super close and um it took us like all a while to find a friend group like that so it's just even worse that like we finally like found our people and now we have to like go and not be with each other again yeah i was gonna say would you have felt better if you were the last kid to leave what would that have felt like (laughs) i don't know because one of my best friends she's the last one to leave like she's leaving very late um i don't know what's worse i feel almost lucky i get to to start everything early so I guess I'm not going to be looking at everyone else having an amazing time in college and being like god like I'm still at home like I'm still just you know doing nothing um but it also just does suck because they get to have a lot more time with each other than I do with them so it honestly just depends I don't think I'd want to be the last one I think a solid middle like um August 17th would have been fine like that's probably the, the prime time that would have been the sweet spot yeah but um I don't know. Um, I guess I'm just excited that I get to start making friends and having memories earlier and stuff. So. Yeah, very soon. Within 24 hours, we'll yeah. be in Seattle. <laughs> and we have a couple of things to talk about in between. But what's your vibe on everything shifting tomorrow? What is on your mind right now the minute you arrive in Seattle? Um, I think I want to meet up with my roommate because she's been there for like a week now. So I'm excited to do that. I'm honestly just really nervous. <laughs> like I just, I like, I know I'm going to enjoy, like get really close to my team, but I just feel like that first meeting might be like 
very it's going to be very nerve-wracking and we also have like an open gym tomorrow too so they're going to see me play for the first time which is nerve-wracking but honestly I'm just excited to kind of like we have to pick up my stuff for my dorm I'm excited on Friday I get to actually like move in and unpack and everything so I think like that'll be exciting it's just the honestly like the volleyball aspect I'm probably the most nervous for because um obviously it's college volleyball I've never done it before so it's going to be a change of pace yeah yeah for sure for the listeners Mia is our second daughter and she was actually home this summer with us she's actually left in LA right now (laughs) house sitting and staying with a friend for a few weeks Uh, she does not have to go to school until mid-August how was it saying goodbye to Mia it was hard but it wasn't as hard as when she first left last year because now I like learned what it's like to just like be the only child in the house. Um, mm-hmm. And also she's coming. We've already like made a plan for her to come visit me within a month anyways. So I'm not like, oh, when am I going to see her? And her best friend is also going to the school that I'm at. So it's it's like it's not like we're cutting off contact and I'm never going to see her. And she's on like the opposite side of the country. So it was sad and I felt really bad that she's left in L.A., but it wasn't as like upsetting as it was the year before when I was like, oh, I don't know what it's going to be like without her. Like now I'm just like, OK, like she's going to come and visit and we're going to have a great time and I can always call her. Like We FaceTime all the time anyway. So it's it it won't be like much has changed because she, she'd already, you know, you've already gotten into a rhythm with her being away for school. Uh, We're going to talk to her in a couple of weeks, but were you a little surprised at how emotional she was? I honestly was, there were times where she was really upset and I wasn't, which I was like, I feel like I should be more upset because she's so upset. Um, I just, I feel like her and, um, Parker, my other sister, um, oldest, the oldest sister, um, they had like time to like, kind of like be away and then come home and pack their, like, you know, they took half their stuff out of the room already. Whereas I was like taking down my photo wall of all my friends throughout the year and like having to really go through everything because we were giving everything away. So I was, I was a little surprised. I mean, it's understandable why she was upset, but I didn't think that she would be as upset as I was, you know, yeah. like that. That well, I was sure. Because what, what do you think the component was, though, that made her like just, you know, obviously it's a childhood home. I feel like it just really like seals the deal of adulthood. Honestly, like mm. like leaving the childhood home and selling it. I'm like, I feel like I should, like I'm not, I shouldn't, like this shouldn't be happening. Like I feel like for the both of us, like it shouldn't. It's happening. Like I agree. Like I agree. I, I, yeah, I like I, no, my parents like, moved and I felt the same way. Yeah, like I'm like I feel like I shouldn't be going to college and like become an adult right and away. becoming an adult right now. You yeah, have time. Yeah, exactly. Like it. I should. I sh- yeah. No, I should be like having all my birthday parties in our backyard I'm until sorry. I die. So <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's fine. That's just like honestly, that's <laughs> it for me. Like I like. When I would be stressing out, it was mostly just because I'm like, I don't even like know like what I'm going to do now. Like I you're still going to be a kid. I mean, honestly, like our home is just going to be someplace different. It's not going to be the same, but you're not like I look at it as though it's still your freshman year. Like you're still going to be a freshman. So not you really the house is gone, but it's just going to be somewhere else. You're still a freshman. You're yeah. still a baby. You're still going to call for money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I haven't done Especially because you're out of all the kids, you're the only one who can't get a job. You're, I know. you're a full-time athlete. Uh, I hope, do. 
hopefully they hopefully they coddle you a bit and pay for a few perks and take that off my plate that would be nice i know yeah so one question i have and mom and i have talked about this you know, uh, as you and your friends were sort of rummaging through the fridge at 1:30 in the morning it always perplexed mom and i because out of so many of your friends our house was the smallest like for sure so many parents that we know like other families have bigger houses you know just more like sort of more room for the kids to hide or do their own thing like what was it that made our house the spot <laughs> Um, I think it was just our family in general. Like we were always very welcoming to to new people. And I always felt like my friends could feel really comfortable around you guys. Whereas like they didn't really, maybe they didn't really feel that with their own parents. And so they like were really like, I mean, a lot of my friends, like their parents are divorced or like they don't have like, I don't want to say like broken family lives, but like they don't have like as strong of a family bond as we do. So I feel like they were always like very receptive to that. And they really wanted to um, like talk to you guys and, you know, have breakfast in the morning, have someone cook for them and stuff. So I think that was that was the main thing. It was mostly just like being in that little family room. We're all like, oh. We're all together and like we're gonna have pancakes in the morning and stuff. Nobody so. ever complained. I mean, people were sleeping on floors with no blankets. Like it was insane. I would it was walk like a over. flop house. It I, was. I would we, walk over kids. We actually had to pump the brakes on you for a while on the party. Like we did not want to be known as the party house. So That's we true. did have we to put nervous. a stop to that. And side note, I appreciate you reducing the number of people after I gave that order. Uh, that came over to just, you know, your closer circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, nobody ever complained like that the house, the living room, the family room was so small. I mean, you know, like people were sleeping on the floor who had mansions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't even know. Like, no one even complained. That's like, so crazy. Yeah. When I would find people on the floor, they would just be like, huh, I was on the floor. What's for breakfast? <laughs> like it wasn't even that big of a deal. Like it was just, yeah, it was just fun to like, we could all just stay up really late and talk and hang out. And then we could all wake up and spend the morning together and have parents who were willing to cook for us. And yeah, just it felt really nice. So thank you. Your friends are so nice, and Mia's friends they are. also. Yeah, like really sweet pe- boys and girls alike. I would always ask Ellie when I would meet one of her friends, like boy friends, not boyfriends. Um, and they left. I would always say, and not just boys, but boys do tend to have like the parent face more than girls do. Yeah. So I would always say to Ellie, "Is that the parent face, or is that like the real face?" And always it was, "That's the real face." Later on, sometimes she would say, okay, that real face just changed to the parent face. Like, But most of the time, 98% of the time, all your friends, it was legit like they were so kind. You mm-hmm. have really good choice of friends. Oh, thank you. It's Appreciate true. that. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, you know, the five or six dudes that would come over to the house regularly, you know, it's customary when dads are talking, oh, you know, watch out, can't have boys over the house and all that. Yeah. You know, not with my little girl and all that. And I never, I, I guess it was the vibe that you gave off because I just knew they were all friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you really had no romantic interest in the crowd or anything. Uh, that we know of. That we know of, yeah. <laughs> Let's come on, stop it. Now know, you're going right? to sound like that parent, now, like my kid doesn't I'm, drink. Yeah, okay, know, stop I'm, it right now. Well, I know they drank. So I know, but I you know that parent that's times, like, oh, my so. kid never does. Yeah, okay. Who just knows? Continue. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just, I, the boys were always so 
you know, obviously respectful, they were respectful and they were so outgoing with me. Yes. They all took photos with me oh, at their graduation. Really I, I don't even have it's a so horse cute. in the race. I don't even have a boy, you know? Yeah. And so for the guys to be like, James, come take a photo with us. You know, and they just, posted on their Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, it was really flattering. I felt like one of the guys, oh my God. Uh, I, I can tell you, I had a similar experience in high school where there were just a gang of us that sort of you know, would hang out with each other. And uh, it was really enriching to see that you had a similar experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all of my, my guy friends and we most, almost all my friends, we had all been friends for like all four years. I mean, like my closest guy friends, I had known them since I was 14. So I think that's also what made like leaving so hard was that I had these guys, like I knew and my girlfriends too. I knew I could really go to them for anything or I could really rely on them. And I never felt uncomfortable or that I wasn't safe around them ever. And so like having people like that and knowing like how lucky I am, I guess it was like, it made it that much harder. Oh, Cause I was like, I oh, like four years and I'm just like gone in a day, you know, like it's just, that was like the Sorry. only thing. It's okay. But, um, but yeah, I am really blessed because now I know like kind of what I need to look for in guy friends and girlfriends. And I feel like had I not had that experience, I would have like, like finding a group in college would have been a lot harder for me. But now I have like standards of what I want in a friend, um, which is like all the credit is due to them. It's because of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry it ended abruptly, even though <laughs> you saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the only thing I can really say as a parent is that, if we hadn't sold the house, then I could have continued to sort of grind it out on jobs, uh, multiple jobs, like I always do. And I'm just, I'm kind of in an age right now where I can't keep carrying that on, you know? Yeah. The era of having kids in high school was the perfect moment for me to say, I can try and work and keep this house and continue to pay all our bills and continue to pay tuition and do all these things. Or I can sell the house and just have to worry about your tuition. And that's it. It's just allowing me to basically work only one job from a location where I want to visit or be or camp out for a month or two. And I'm sorry it came so, you know, kind of. It would have happened eventually, though, because you and your sisters could never afford a home in L.A. And the one thing is dad and I, and we've talked about this in the previous episode, so I don't want to keep like rehashing it. But the truth is. We would have had to have moved because eventually we want to all be together. And L.A. was never going to be that place for all of us. We would have a home, but the three of you probably wouldn't. Or maybe one of you would, but not all of you. It's so astronomical. So where would we live in Los Angeles where all of us could be together? There was just we'd have to move so far. So at that point, why even stay? Yeah, there are just barriers to entry. We feel barriers. It's a perfect word in the Los Angeles region now because it's so astronomically priced to live there. Uh, you know, I, I kind of felt all along that you guys, part of the reason you guys wanted to go somewhere else is not just because you wanted to leave the state and get out of LA for a while, but you probably subconsciously also saw greener pastures in terms of how you can live your life just by some of the other places we visited, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, that makes sense. I mean, all the reasons for us moving um, logistically, like they they make sense. I, I mean, just, in your heart, it's just it like emotionally, like obviously hurts. I'm not going to be over the moon about 
going to college early, leaving all my friends and Moving. not having a house. But yes, with the Los Angeles is not really it's just it's not really the at least in my opinion, it's not really the place to be anymore. It's just it's very scattered now there's a lot of component you know new york city there's like the heart of the city mm -hmm. and you they have subways and yes. taxis and all of that in los angeles you need a car to drive and mm -hmm. when everyone has a car the air is dirty it takes you like 40 extra minutes to get anywhere and it's just not practical so yeah i think i always knew i didn't ever since i was little i, I always knew i didn't want to stay here yeah. or there um so yes it, it does it makes a lot of sense i just yeah. I know you've always said when you were little, ever since, I'm sorry, you've always said ever since you were little, I want to live in a place where I can walk and where I can, um, you know, be familiar with everyone and go to like the local bakery and they, you know, I know the person who owns it and you are very much, you're a small town girl at heart with obviously um big ideas mm -hmm. um so it's how do we merge the two so we have to find something that like yeah. fits that <laughs> yeah i know it's just yeah like los angeles it's just i just hated when as soon as i turned 16 i like i mean i waited a year to get my license <laughs> but everyone around me was like i need to get my license right now like who's going to drive me to all these places cuz it's so spread out now and you always need a car to go anywhere and yeah i just didn't i just don't like that and so I'm excited to go to Seattle. I mean, obviously it's still a city, but I'm my campus is like in the heart of the city, so I can just walk anywhere. They have like a good um, bus and public transportation system set up, so um, it's nice to know like the city actually cares about like the well-being of its people and like it's how they true. can get around and accommodate to them. So yeah, I'm excited for that. All right. So how was besides crying with your friends and your sister Mia? How was the last week for you? It was definitely different yeah. for us. Dad let's opened get up into, the show. Let's about get into it. your week before we transition into ours. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, yes. I <laughs> the girl was never home. Okay. Wait. So first, let's just explain. Uh, <laughs> Ellie has a core group of friends, and among those friends uh, is Georgia Kreischer, who is the daughter of Bert Kreischer. I'm not revealing any new information. If you've ever listened to his podcast. Uh, Leanne Kreischer and Bert have been very instrumental in us launching this podcast, as in Bert basically told me you should start a podcast. Uh, the day he showed me his studio, I was, I was totally blown away by just what he could accomplish. And I understand like, he's a big time comedian. We're never going to have the draw probably on a podcast format no. that Bert's that Bert has achieved for himself, but just the drive, the hustle that this guy has put into it. And it comes out through his podcasts, uh, the Bert cast, two bears, one cave. And then Leanne's podcast is called wife of the party. I'm grateful to them because it's something Denise and I can work on together and share while we're on the road instead of, you know, maybe arguing over music stations or <laughs> let's we'll do uh, that. Yeah. I know, we'll still Mine's do always that. better. But anyway, I just I felt like we couldn't go any further in our podcast. Agreed. We're huge now. fans of theirs. Um they're amazing parents and how they do it is unbelievable. He's such a hard worker. Leanne is such a hard worker. I honestly like hands down to them. Like they raised two beautiful daughters who are so nice yeah. and um, 
so grounded. I mean, living in LA and, and having a father like Bert, who is recognizable and his girls are really amazing. He's a great dad. She's a great mom, great wife. I mean, we're, we're legit huge fans. And, um, we were, we were huge fans of theirs really before we even know, knew like who they really were. We just knew they were really nice parents and very welcoming and nice to Ellie all the time. And, um, and then they started us on this endeavor, and um, we're so grateful. Yeah, it's been very inspiring. So to reel it back to your story, yeah. why don't you tell us what you, Georgia, Georgia Daisy, Daisy, and Sophia, Sophia. have been up to the, oh, this, this past week? <laughs> okay, well, I knew my last week was coming. And coincidentally, I knew that um, Bert was filming a show, and they needed a... PA and they needed four PAs actually. Oh, <laughs> number convenient. four, the magical number four. <laughs> they needed four PAs. And so we all agreed for my last week we would spend time together working on his show from like nine to six PM every single day. And what's the name of the show? Tell oh. us the perks of this amazing show. Okay, so the show, um, it's called Something's Burning and Bert's actually a really great cook, and so is Leanne. So the whole thing is he'll invite um, different comics or YouTubers or celebrities, and he'll cook something for them. Mm. Um, So my job as a PA was to go to the store with Georgia and Daisy and Sophia and get all the ingredients. Did you guys ever sneak anything for yourselves? We had to go to. I'm sure there were some white claws. (laughs) Never. Um, (laughs) No, actually, we had to go to this Asian market like almost every single day to get random um, like slabs of meat and stuff and fish. Um, And they had this one section that was just like fresh dim sum. And we, oh my God, it was so good. We would stand in that line, we're like, ooh, which one should we get? Um, and we would get them all, we'd try them. And, you know, there's always a couple Starbucks runs in there. Stop um, it. But it was most, it was really fun. It was just getting ingredients, like setting it all up, um, you know, craft services, just making sure everything was pretty much in line. And I loved it because it meant that I was at Georgia's house all day <laughs> were you even working I asked is she even working over there I was actually it actually was very tiring because it was a lot of like going back and forth from the house and like after they were done filming if we did two episodes in a day we would have to go wash all the dishes inside then bring it back outside and then dry them and reorganize it. it and just Reset. make it all look the same every mm-hmm. single time um when they were filming, there was a lot of downtime, so we would just hang out. <laughs> but <laughs> but when they weren't filming, we it was like actually we actually did do a lot of work. And did you get to eat the food after they shot the show? Yes. Well, I had to leave. Georgia, Daisy, and Sophia were all there a lot longer in the day than I was, but I had volleyball almost every single day at six, so I always had to leave. Um, so they got to try everything as soon as they were done. But then I would come the next day and for lunch, I would try everything. And Sometimes it's better. Yeah, no, I mean, Bert's a great cook. He made, I'm not going to say what he made, but he, he was, he's a great cook. So yeah, I wasn't complaining. And so oh, yeah, that's... it was, it was really fun. It was such a great experience. And I know dad doesn't want me to be a PA or anything. But <laughs> I do I... not want my children to go into the entertainment industry. I already have one that took the news path. <laughs> 
And yeah. I'm still a little, I have a little trepidation about that, but she's doing fine so far. I'm yeah. fine with her PAing from now until whenever. Um, as a job. Inter- yeah, as a yeah. job. I'm fine with it. I thought it was really, really nice that they offered that to you. And it was so generous that they brought you on set. Um, I think just dad and I, entertainment's a hard business and you no, work long hours. And so we want something a little more stable for you. That's all. But yeah, being a PA, sure. you can be a PA from now until you graduate college. That's, Make that money, girl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> First of all, Georgia was like, don't tell your dad that you like being a PA. <laughs> but um, yeah, we were talking. We just thought it'd be like, since we've already done it, it's like, especially because like I'm going to be in Seattle so I can do projects Absolutely. like that. If I just literally like just for like a couple days, I want to like just really pick good up a job. Money. Yeah. And it's like, you're around people and it feels like you're actually like doing productive work, you right. know, like just you going see a job accomplished. And exactly. And like getting to meet a bunch of other people. And it's and a creative process. It is exactly. So I felt like, I felt like I could really like be productive, but also not just like sit for six hours and yeah. do paperwork. It was just a lot of like running back and forth, running errands and, um and yeah well that's in your blood so (laughs) i mean there's no other way to say it that's the exact person i was when i was your age but and she's pretty active so it's she's not a lazy yeah for sure for sure well that's a that's a fantastic opportunity and a great Uh, i know you're leaving out the party time that happened after bert's show and after volleyball and you know uh, we didn't see you for a week while mom will tell you uh what we were up to Packing by ourselves, by Not ourselves. Seriously, at first, but toward the end. Oh, to, I mean, it was uh, a no, community no. project oh, yeah, at, at the, the end. end. No, at the end, everyone <laughs> came because they all they saw had that to. There was no choice. We were not going to make it. But yeah, uh huh. I was. I was really mad at you. I'm not going to lie. Oh, there were days. Oh, I know. Where, there were I know. D- there were days where I was packing up boxes and looking around, and your room was a disaster. Yeah, she still had and all her a- photos on the <laughs> wall, and she all was her posters. Ha, ha, he, he, the whole time I have like, hey guys, she'd come in, and we Hi. would be just dripping uh-huh. sweat. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was going to get it done. I mean, I knew I was like, you know. I you wasn't, help, I wasn't, though. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, you got your supportive. stuff done. I wasn't supportive of the project. So I was like, you know what? I'll just do my own room. I'm going to keep to myself. The more I started keeping to myself and just doing my own room, the more she started getting angry with oh, yeah, me. And the more you sure. started getting angry with me, the more I was doing just my own room. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, I'll go for a couple hours. I'll pack up all my things. And oh, so you were I'll teaching go- me a lesson. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to go work? get the room. How'd that work? Honestly, I mean, my room was done a day earlier than the rest of the oh, house. Oh, stop it. So Nazi came well. and helped you and she knocked that out. Are you kidding? did not. No. No. All my stuff was packed. She helped me put it into a Ziploc bag that you vacuum seal it up. She helped me consolidate it. I'm not going to lie. She helped me go from three duffel bags to two. But in terms of me you. being ready, I was I was ready with those three duffel bags. So okay you were ready with those three duffel bags she wasn't yeah. but that's okay we'll mom's just that. mad because the fa- the living room or what the yeah the living room was a disaster the entire house not, not the living room the entire house it was a little discouraging no, i have to so say bad. when i woke up every day and walked out to the living room and it just didn't look any different i, I obviously that was for us that's where our front door is so that became the staging area for all the stuff we're giving away, all the stuff we were emerging from other rooms. So that was the last room. Where That's fi- true. I mean, we finally cleared it yeah. out. We we had to push back the walkthrough for the new buyer because we There's still had ready. stuff on the living room floor. We had to push back the pod arrival to pick the departure because we weren't ready. Yeah, it was. It was honestly, it was just a 
that show. And it made us look so unorganized, like how you and I both run our own businesses and yeah. do it quite well. And that looked like shit. There's no other way to say it. Oh, it no, was we terrible. We, it was we a tanked. total tank job. Yeah. Like we, we looked like losers. We lost. We mm -hmm. took an L. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember <laughs> at one point there was Lori, Amanda, Chris, Claire, uh, uh, Matt Brewer, Matt Brewer, <laughs> uh, Nazi and Matt, all uh -huh. these people. I know and, it was uh, crazy. I mean, everybody must Nazi. have been. Nazi. Oh my gosh, I'm, I wouldn't have. I don't even know. That's like so insane. She came over one day and was like, "I'm a really good packer," and I was like, "All right, come over." Because truthfully, when you have a big project like that and it's a huge mess, you don't know even where to point someone in a direction. Like you don't know what direction to even send them. And at one point, I handed two blankets to her and I said. Here, pack these up. And she said, no. She goes, I am not packing up two blankets. She said, give me a project. And I said, um, go in the family room. And, she, and that literally, I just said, I don't even know where to tell you to begin. And she just started taking stuff off the bulletin board, packing the bulletin board. She took everything off my desk shelves. Like, I, I, she just did it. And she said to me, I'm an amazing packer. Give me another project. Every time we turned around, cute little Nazi was like, I'm done. What else? I'm done. What else? My sister-in-law texted me at one point and I said, I want to cry, but what's the point? Like crying isn't going to fix this problem. And we had friends who like, who, who handled our moving sale. Like this wasn't as though we were just sitting around doing nothing and had friends who weren't helping. We had friends who actually handled the moving sale for us. So we had several helping hands and we aren't bringing anything. This is what is so frustrating is we aren't bringing anything other than our clothes, papers, and some pots and pans in the KitchenAid. So what the hell? Why was this yeah. so hard? I don't know. To this day, I'm like sitting here looking at you going, why was this so hard? I still, I don't know. And well, I, I can't even give solution. you advice. I, I mean, no, I, we're not burning everything on the front yard. In Ohio, we just create no. a burn pit. We drag it out. We light it up and we get a keg. And everybody just enjoys watching your things turn into ashes. We could have totally benefited from that. Unfortunately, you're not no. allowed to have open fires in LA County for obvious reasons, but I still say it's a great solution. I remember doing it when I left college, when I left various apartments. Oh, you just burned your furniture. Yeah. I mean, you know, Stop in, it. in the fraternity house, we would throw it off the that ledge. That should have been burned though. Well, yeah, probably. It okay, was, our it was furniture all, it was should not have been burned. Third, fourth, hand me downs. Oh no. Well, you could tell the you could tell the story about our furniture. Why don't we get into the moving sale and how successful that was? Oh, it was not successful at all. So we <laughs> had been, and it wasn't because our friends who helped us weren't successful. They did everything. The truth is, is I James has been saying it, no one wanted our stuff. Like that we had these big ideas that we're going to sell everything. We're going to walk away with a few thousand dollars. Like it's going to be great because I have heard about people having garage sales with crap and they walked away with two grand. We had really nice pieces of furniture. Um, yeah. We sold two or three, maybe four, five. No, James. No. Hmm. We sold three pieces out of probably 10 big pieces. We sold only three. Yeah. That's it. And so we were left with couches. That's with an S. We were left with tables. That's with an S. We were left with huge armoires. We were left with an entertainment center. Like, I don't know. I can't figure out why no one wanted it. Um, And it was... <laughs> I was getting so insulted. Like people would come <laughs> to the moving sale and look at my bowls and plates and whatever I was selling, pick it up and put it down. Like, uh. And I'm like, wait, hold on. 
that's from Crate and Barrel. That's really cute. What's wrong with that? Like, I literally wanted to go up to this one woman and say, what's wrong with this bowl? Why'd you just like, you know, scoff at it? Um, I, w- I had to get out of the yard because I was like, what's wrong with my stuff? I like this stuff. Anyway. Well, okay. So there was so much stuff in the front yard. There was so much stuff throughout the house. And a guy came into the backyard and said, I want to buy those two empty propane tanks from I know. You for, the, for the grill. And I was like, it was stupid. Okay. And so for 20 bucks, I took it. <laughs> it was, you know what? Um, we had a house full of furniture, a front yard full of everything you could want to furnish a home. And people were asking me if my little cute uh, art piece on the wall that somebody made for me was for sale. I was like, did you not see this couch? It's from Crate and Barrel. Do you not see this couch? No, this $20 art cross is not for sale. But um, yeah, it was really discouraging. So that set us back because, okay, you can't move forward on anything with moving until your garage or for in our case, moving sale is over. Yeah. Because how could we determine um, what we're going to do next if uh, we don't have any furniture or we have furniture? That's the only way to determine our next move. So on the evening of that Sunday, when we looked around and our house looked exactly the same, except for our forks and knives that were sold, um, but everything else was there. Yeah, we sold all the stuff that like we actually needed for I the know. last week, it was, myself included. I gave away things or sold I, I know. sold things. It was just- and I was like, damn, I needed that can opener. I know, I you know? know. So anyway, so- Couldn't we, open the dog food. <laughs> I still can't f- help anybody at this point. I have to really sit down and think like what a pl- good plan of action is because ours wasn't good. So in the end, we ended up giving almost everything away, like legitimately giving it, which I'm happy because people that took it seemed extremely appreciative. Yeah, it went to the mission and yeah. yeah. It went to people who could really use it. Um, It would just was hard. And we ended up moving a lot of it ourselves. It's just, oh my gosh. No, yeah. Forget I remember that. doing a few trips where I'm like, uh, I'm giving this away to somebody and I have to move it. My, I have to deliver it. Yes, yes. We're giving it away. <laughs> And delivering it. Yeah, it what was. What kind of deal is that? <laughs> so. so um, the moving sale was a bust. Unfortunately, we walked away with, we thought it was going to be thousands of dollars. I, in my head, I don't know what you had. I was like, oh, we're going to make 4000 off of this one. My friends are making 1800 off of stupid little knickknacks on a folding table. We're going to make at least four to $5,000 on our nice furniture. Yeah, we walked away with $400. Yeah, yeah. So- uh, we just want to thank all our friends who came out to help us. We oh, could not yes. have done it without you. And there's, there's no, no way. Yeah, there's that's not an understatement. No. Uh, the walkthrough ended up going really well. Uh, you know, we turned over the keys on Monday and it, without revisiting the harrowing experience of getting to Monday, uh, I would just like to move on, frankly, and talk about getting on the road. I know. I, I want to talk about it. And I know. Let's, I let's, agree. Let's get to Santa Rosa. How about that? Oh, that was our first stop on our way. We were supposed to leave the house at 10 or 11 a.m. on a Monday, and do the, and, but because the walkthrough was pushed back, we didn't leave the house until 2 p.m., which was fine. We had a nice lunch with our daughters, and um, Mia went to um, do her thing, and then we got on the road. But um, <clears throat> L.A. had the most epic send-off for us. It was actually yeah. so perfect. 
The five was shut down. Yeah. The I five was shut down. <laughs> and so, Ellie was still crying. Yeah. I cried that whole nine hour car ride. So what I was supposed to be too. a six hour car ride turned into a nine hour car ride. So James booked us the most, I mean, really, honestly, I say the most fabulous room because it was, I'd never been in a room as big. The bed was so cozy, but we just slept there. Yeah. Um, it was we so could not unfortunate. Enjoy, uh, we got so there the, at one in the, the morning. The name of the place is the Art House in Santa Rosa. You know, I haven't really brought it up, but I kind of liked Santa Rosa. So we might be done in our travels in finding our hometown. But <laughs> We're not moving to Santa Rosa. We're not coming back to California. <laughs> okay, yeah. fine. So, uh, but I really liked it. Uh, I thought it was a great little city. Um, the art house was amazing. Our room was immense. It was really affordable. It had to be like a thousand square feet that that room. Maybe not that much. Maybe seven hundred. The room and was they took huge. the dog and they took the dog. Yeah, we, we can't. We wherever we go, we're taking the dog. Yeah. So which um, is how we ended up here. Yeah, and uh, so Santa Rosa was really a hit. I'm he did a great job, but we couldn't enjoy it. We got there at one in the morning and we left the next day at one p.m. But we all slept in, and I just grabbed breakfast. Who slept based- in? Okay, Ellie slept in. Ellie slept, I slept in. Yeah, you slept a little, tiny bit, but not I was as up much. with the dog at four a.m. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Our dog refused to uh, go to the bathroom for two days. She's older. <laughs> She's twelve or thirteen years old. She was constipated, babe. She knows her tushy's not home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have her usual grass. I felt. I do feel bad. Like I feel like we in the melee of getting out of the house. Like we totally handled it wrong. It's like her bed was old, older, and smelly. So we just threw it away. Oh, I um, know. There's dog lovers out here. I left her like, dog what? dish. I actually left her dog dish at the art house. Um, yeah, we, so, we brought one article that was like hers, her dog dish, and he left it at the. So room. we've essentially thrown all of Roxy's stuff into a burn pit. And so, you know, she, there's nothing left. Um, I wouldn't go to the bathroom for two days too. I'd protest. So anyway, I was, uh, I think I got a total of three hours sleep after that hell drive, but you seem to do fine. Yeah, I was fine. Honestly, I got the pullout couch and in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm not going to sleep great. It was fantastic. I mean, they had a quilt in the closet and I got to put that on and I was Cozy. I didn't even know that you took Roxy because I woke up and my arm was around her and we three were times. Oh my, I did not even know. Every time passing. Dad came back, she'd jump up on that bed with you. <laughs> yeah, she was so cute. I think also because I spent the entire day before crying for twenty four hours straight that like I was just so exhausted. So yeah, I slept. I slept really well. So you and the dog were able to console each other a little uh, bit. Yeah. Her with her Except- bathroom problems and you with <laughs> losing your house. Yeah, we're each other's support system for sure. Yeah. Roxy's like a regular person. When she's on vacation, she can't go. I know. It's so true. It's well, so I, but true. I do think she's protesting, honestly. Yeah. She didn't, yeah, she wouldn't even look at us. She had her head facing toward the door the entire time. Right. It was yeah. really bad. It's like sullenly. It's, uh, I said it's like the, the Pablo Escobar memes where he's just staring out in the <laughs> distance <laughs> in various photos uh-huh. all the time and just contemplating things. And she was just looking out the window like, I can't believe this is my life now. Uh-huh. Like, you it's know, the look I, she had in her I, face. She's like, I, I thought eventually I would just like, you know, uh, die in my sleep on Jellico <laughs> Avenue or something. It's like, no. we've totally uprooted her life. She's doing better, uh, for the record today. Uh, we had a great morning this morning out 
on the little park area. So she, went? she totally went. We're oh, good. I didn't even know that. We're good. She's wagging her tail again. Oh, I think yeah. she's acclimating to life on the road. I'm she very started excited. crying again. Like it was, she yeah, cries. She whined when, for food. Yeah, this she morning. whines and cries when she wants James to take her for a walk and wants to eat. So she was really in his bossy, business today. Like everyone so- else in this family. <laughs> So and that's her snoring in the background right now. She's at peace. Uh, yes, so. she knows we're talking about her. So we left Santa Rosa. We had a much better drive yesterday. It was pretty. It was really pretty. In my yeah, opinion. minus where we stopped to get food. Oh, okay. So this is one thing that no one ever talks about is when you drive through the redwoods, how frightening the people are. I'm not really sure why no one discusses it. Everyone says. Oh, the Redwoods. It's beautiful. It's this. It's that. We've been to the Redwoods. We were in the Redwoods two years ago during the pandemic is when we took our road trip. Uh, yeah, there. Um, I would never, ever, ever stay here, ever. Uh, we got out of the car. And uh, just to give you an example, there was a kid, I'd say kid, he's like 20, trying to get into the credit union and they locked the door. We're talking Garberville. That's the name of the place. Yeah, Garberville. And they locked the door and they wouldn't let him in. And he kept saying to them, but my card's not working. And if you looked at him, you wouldn't have let him in either. And the lady said, nope. She was shaking her head. She goes, you're not coming in. So I said to James, stay in the car. I'll go get the food. Um, well, he had to stay with the Yeah, dog. the building we parked in front of had like mirrored windows, so you couldn't see what's inside. <laughs> I know, I know. And I think it was a security measure. So uh, uh, Yeah, I just, the I don't understand why no one talks about the people, mountain people. They're frightening. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, they are. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, I'm sitting are. in the car. I'm so tired. I'm so hungry. And mom's like, James, James. And like comes up to the window and she's like, we, we have to take this food to go. And I'm like, why? She's like, there's a man with no teeth playing the flute in front of the restaurant. <laughs> because there was no... I'm look, used to that. I'm used to that. But we had to sit outside so with the dog. Funny. And I knew for a fact there was no way this guy was going to engage with us. Yeah. So there was two tables. He was at one of them playing his flute and he was going to start talking. So I was like, I'm I, not doing this. I'm I would just say not given everything, this. we were not in the mood for a pan flute solo. No, we were not. <laughs> And this is so funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> look, honestly, there's no dental office in sight in any of these towns. Well, yeah. I, Eureka was nice. And I I would also say yeah, it was uh, more, Cathedral um, City looked pretty cool. Um, a nice little hub. But when you go through uh, even but some Avenue- of the smaller areas, it was like, woo, major sketch factor. We we had seen that before in Del Rio, nor, uh, oh, Northern California. Do not go to Del some Rio. Some of the other places. It just looks um, like The Walking Dead. Yeah. It's really, it's unfortunate. A lot of drug problems, a lot of crystal meth, mm-hmm. everyone. It's no secret. And it Cri- sucks because Humboldt County is gorgeous. Like, they're, I mean, the Avenue of the Giants, the forests, everything, uh, you know, um, Arcata, Arcata, however you say it is. Oh, yeah, where the university is. Yeah, I I hear it's pretty cool. Uh, We didn't bother to stop. We were just in a hurry to get to Oregon at that point. But, uh, and speaking of getting to Oregon, we ended up finding a motel. It wasn't the one we wanted to stay in. There was one that uh, I know it's hard. uh, (laughs) So if you're listening and you can picture a huge horse mural, uh, painted wallpaper. wallpaper. No. Yeah. Is I, it, oh yeah. It's wallpaper. It's wallpaper. It no, 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 it's wallpaper. Yeah. You can see the grooves. There's glue. Uh, oh yeah. You know, it's definitely one of, like I could have stayed here, I guess by myself, but even by myself as a dude, I probably <laughs> would have given it a second thought. It didn't matter. Uh, by the time that we sealed the deal on a hotel, once we figured out what time we were leaving, 
where we were, which direction we were headed, all that. Uh, we lost out on a, uh, a hotel in Bandon, which is where we're actually headed today. But what city are we in? We are currently in Coquille. 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 Uh, Oregon. And it's a nice little town. I actually, you know, drove around. Um, I mean, there's a jailhouse right down the road, like a mile away. Oh, let's so, go check that out. <laughs> yeah. So, so <sighs> nothing but the best for my family. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Look, the first review said they had roaches, and I was just so happy I haven't seen a roach. Um, I and, and when I said to James, James kept saying, it has good reviews. It has good reviews. And then I was like, you know it what? I'm going to go, go to TripAdvisor. And the first the, the first review is like, there are roaches. I saw roaches. And I, I sat up in the bed and I said, James, they have roaches. And he goes, of course they do. That was his response. <laughs> that was his response. Have you seen this room? Yeah. Anyway. And then, uh, yeah. And I immediately, he we hurried and lifted all of our bags off the floor and put them on. Uh, dressers, but um, haven't seen a roach yet. So I, I think I'm okay. As long as I don't see a roach, I'm fine. Yeah. So, but uh, we're going to wrap this up because guess what? Someone has to be in Seattle in less than 24 hours. Yes. And we've got a schlep ahead of us yes. uh, to do that. And we still want to go to Bandon. Denise is very insistent on getting her fish and chips yes. that she got during the pandemic. I hope the place is still open. I really do. It was I'm open during the pandemic. Why wouldn't yeah. it be open past the pandemic? I remember what it looks things like happen. and everything. You're right. Things. It was blue with um, picnic tables. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. They weren't yep. very friendly. I don't care. Just give me those fish and chips. They were not friendly. They were like, could care less. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a fudge yeah. store that's really good. Like a candy, a candy yeah. store. That's it. I think we're going to wrap it up. We will have more coming next week from Seattle. Woo. We'll have a a, a quick uh, farewell for Ellie as well. Yes. Um <laughs> And before we do that, I just, you know, I think it goes without saying your mother and I are very proud of you. We are. You've done such a great job. You had a variety of different offers to go to different schools for different reasons, and you set yourself up for success. We are more than pleased at the outcome so far, and we wish you the best of luck, obviously, uh, as we we'll still follow you around to all your games. <laughs> we are. So, no, it's we not are. like we're going anywhere. So gonna your house behind. may be gone, but you're still stuck with us forever. So oh God. thank you guys for everything. I'm sorry. I didn't help pack up the house. You're a snot. But you no, guys you're are the best. No, you are a little snot. <laughs> She's a total brat. All right, guys, that's a wrap for this episode. We'll catch you next week from a new city. Empty nest, full tank. Yeah. <laughs> Go Red Hawks! Go Red Hawks! Go Red Hawks! Go Red Hawks! Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.